Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Okay, I'm going to be your host of Five Years Too Late, episode number four, where three of my co-hosts will give their two cents, and at the end, I'll pick one winner. My name is Logan Katzer. We have Lorenzo Wilmer. Hello. Matthew Skiff. Hi. And Bakker <laughs> Portapati. What was that? What? I don't know. I'm Skiff already. Hi. We went from a dead <laughs> essence from last of like Natas to... Hi everyone. <laughs> just just say hi. fucking hi. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. Hi everyone. Uh Porta Potty Bakker's back, ready to get shit on again. Let's do it. Let's do it. <clears throat> Lorenzo is fresh off the plane. A little bit of jet lag, so we're gonna give him a little bit of slack tonight. Hold on. Do we need to give the self proclaimed goat of this podcast? <laughs> any slack he is just walking around like a shit don't stink because he's won a couple and he's hosted one which by the way zoe the one that you posted has the least listens to by the way it's the newest one so you'd think so right i mean i'm just saying <laughs> mine has over 100 skips us over 100 you're sitting at you're sitting at 41 right now i just took a look i don't know mm-hmm. if self-proclaim counts because he didn't win so, no, he didn't win, but he thinks he's the goat. That's the problem. Okay. I'm not saying anything. Yes, you are. To you, me, in private, you are saying like, hey, what's it like to lose to me every time, you're bitch? Saying like, so, <laughs> you're saying so much with your face right now, too. I can I can just see it. The smug, like, smile. Me? Yes. I'm, I'm half asleep, man. <laughs> okay, tonight we're going to be drinking a spiked fruit punch. And as much as I would love to tell the story in the way I remember it, I think Bakker... Or Zoe was living with Bakker at the time. Is that right? That is correct. So I I mean, if you I want me to, I can do it. I think so, it could be a tag team story here. Let's start okay. it with Zoe and finish it off how it how it ended. Just I have okay. one I have one request if if Bakker's gonna talk to um step away from the fucking microphone a bit, man. Okay, sorry. There we go. That sounded better. Okay, cool. So we like to prank Bakker a lot in college we did a lot of dumb stuff to him funny but dumb but this one in particular was just an accident me and alan decided we wanted to make some uh spike kool-aid so just a shit ton of vodka and some kool-aid just to have around the house to drink <laughs> Bakker comes back from class one day and we're just sitting on the couch he pours himself a big ass glass of this kool-aid and then he's like, oh, I got to go write this paper. I'll see you guys in a couple hours. And I'm like, all right. I didn't say anything to him about what was in that cup. So I go upstairs, ready to write the best paper I've ever written. Who knows what it's about? Doesn't matter. I'm going to crush it. And about an hour and a half in, the screen gets a little wobbly. And I'm just like looking at my drink. And, I'm like, and I just scream, what the fuck? Why am I drunk right now? And Zoe and Alan are cackling downstairs because I am wasted trying to write this paper because the, they did such a good – and I couldn't be mad because they did such a good job mixing the drink. I thought I was drinking straight-up Kool-Aid, but there was plenty of vodka in there. <laughs> and so now, tonight, in honor of that, we're drinking spiked Kool-Aids. Right, Logan? That sounds right to me. 
You couldn't, and you that couldn't taste the vodka? Time. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. You couldn't taste yeah. anything? No, it tasted like Kool-Aid. I just, it, it was great. Was um, it just perfectly mixed, or you're just that much of an alcoholic yeah. that you couldn't taste it? <laughs> I would, and I have two answers. Right now, I'm that much of an alcoholic that I can't taste anything. But when I was 22, I think I could tell it was perfectly mixed at age 22. Now, I could, you, you could throw half a handle in there and be like, "Whoa, this this Kool Aid tastes great." Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's nowhere near this. I mean, that story is kind of funny. But the better story with vodka and me is I would keep a Nalgene in the fridge. And they would get mad because they said that I took up so much room in the fridge with my Nalgene that I just like to keep cold water. And I'm like, it's a Nalgene. There's a whole fridge in there. Like, you guys all have a bunch of food in there. So one day, my Nalgene was a third full. So they dumped it with water and filled it with vodka to the third mark. And I came home from playing, playing basketball, was exhausted. And I went for the fridge and grabbed my Nalgene and just took a huge chug of it. And the first gulp went down. And then the second gulp spit back up. Just like, this is terrible. Like, and then they were all laughing at that. So just little insights into me, like living in a little house of four. Every time I came home, didn't know what to expect. Had to be looking around the corner before anything because there was booby traps. It was like, I was like Kevin McAllister for real. Well, I wasn't Kevin. I was Joe Pesci. I actually have, a, I remember Zoe one time pouring a glass of vodka and just putting Kool-Aid in it, like Kool-Aid mix. In yeah. No, it was, it was SoCo. It was a um, bottle of all we had was Gatorade powder and I didn't have enough room to fit anything else than a mixer in it. So I just mixed it with Gatorade powder. That's so smart. That. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Why haven't I it thought worked. of that before? <laughs> you're not an alcoholic. Fuck, I'm not. No. Yeah, you're right. But holy shit. That is, that, is, that is fucked up when you put it like that. It was not a small glass either. It was like one of those giant plastic. 20 it was ounce. from, um, it was from Treasure Island. One of the big <laughs> Treasure Island that I got from Vegas. Oof. How much? It was a good night. How much SoCo do you drink nowadays? Zero, none. Haven't touched it in like five years. Like bad memories. I just drank so much of it in college. I just just the smell of a Dr Pepper still sends me because we used to mix it with Dr Pepper when we go camping. We just poured it on top of our Dr Pepper, and that was called our breakfast for the week or that that morning. We'd have breakfast and it would just be a Dr Pepper and SoCo and. Oh. Soco lime shots in college. And yeah, you were all just, you were all about the Soco lime shots, man. Yeah, they were good. Skiff, do you know what I would do with Soco lime shots? Uh, at bars. I mean, I, I'm not gonna say what I want to say, so just say it. Okay, so I would go to a bar, and Nick Mayhem listens to this, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think yeah, he does. I think he knows the story anyway, but I would go to a bar and I would order like six Soco limes and then I would, and the bartender said, what's the tab? And I'd say, Oh, put it on Mayhan's tab. Even if Nick wasn't there, I just used his name. And then they would walk away and I would walk away and they would search for Mayhan's tab. It wouldn't be there. And I'd walk away with six shots. And so I did this frequently. Well, one night was funny is that I was in Fort Collins with Ainsley and she was with a bunch of Fort Collins friends who I wasn't really a fan of, but it was whatever. She said, or I, I ordered shots on Mayhan and took them and they didn't know my last name. So they thought my name was Nick Mayhan. So <laughs> after I had left, they said, we'll take, we'll take five shots or whatever, put it on Mayhan's tab. Cause they thought they were putting it on mine. And the bartender was like, no, fuck you. And took a lot of them and threw them out. It was on. And then I heard about this story. Like they, I saw them at the gym, like two weeks later, like, and they told me the story and they were mad at me. They're like, 
like you used a fake name. That's fucking bullshit. I was like, you're mad at me. You tried to put shots on my tab, you idiots. How, what kind of mental jumping jacks are you doing that you don't understand how fucked up like I won in this situation? Not you, you dipshits. So that's my fun Soko Lime story with. Well, uh, didn't you say that downtown at Fado's? <laughs> that was the last time I said it. Yeah, I said it once. <laughs> and I was too dr- <laughs> I didn't walk away. I just stood there because I was wasted. I didn't even need, need another shot. And then the bartender came up and said, there's no mayhem here. And I was just kind of like, I don't know what to tell you. And he, <laughs> and he tried to like come over and take me. And I just ran away from the bar. I just took he off. He just from me. jumped straight out of the bar. I'm with, I'm with him. And I just see him bolt out of the bar, just running downtown. And I'm like, where is he going? It was like uh, super bad when the kids just run from the cops. And there's that's what well, that was. Bakker, just a flash, just gone. Bakker, you're it's the fastest fucking kid you're alive. You're a bartender, aren't you? Yeah, I was thinking, yeah. What, what's the... so like, do people do this yeah. shit to you? Not to me. I know all the tricks, dude. Uh, gotcha. You know how? Do you have? Do you have any uh, sympathy for the people you fucked over all those years? Absolutely. Oh, but don't. I feel like all twenty-year-olds, twenty-one-year-olds, like do stupid shit, and then when you're older, you're like, I can't believe I did that. My, I'm embarrassed for the parents or the resident assistants who had to deal with all of us walking into our dorms and like they're just trying to do a job, and we're like, fuck you, we're to smuggle in thirty Keystone lights, like all the different stuff that we would do, where. I feel stupid about it now, but I know that every 20 year old does it. So it's like, it's just a rite of passage, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Is it, or am I, or am I, I mean, just an I mean, asshole? That's a, I, I didn't do that kind of asshole shit. So, <laughs> but I did do some asshole shit. So, you know, that was great. This is, a, this is turning out to be exactly what I was hoping for. So as the host of this episode, <clears throat> I was hoping kind of, we would do a little bit more conversational. When I joined this, I was kind of thinking the podcast should be a little bit more the reason I joined was I wanted a group of guys that I can't really hang out with. We're all in different States to kind of get together. And if we could have a kind of like a beer, sit down once a month, have a conversation, uh, maybe record it. If it's worth posting anywhere, who knows? Probably not. But these are exactly the kind of stories that I kind of was hoping to go through tonight and to kind of say not so much about like what movies I know we're kind of focused on nostalgia, maybe like political correctness was the first episode. What was the second was, uh, movies, comic book movies, and then wrestling. As you well. don't remember the wrestling one? Dude, you- <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I was hoping for it to be kind of more like casual, you know, sign up and not do a bunch of homework and emails and texts <laughs> and assignments and stuff. But uh, oh my God, watching, well, I do wanna... watching movies is fucking homework. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we don't all have a ton of free time, so this is. I was hoping just to reconnect with some buddies. We can chat about stuff. We have a lot of past we can kind of go over. And uh, tonight, I want to just kind of, like I said, keep it conversational, and I'll try to kind of guide. Before we'd kind of always done like around the horn. I think this time maybe I'll tell the four the first part of it and kind of let you guys feed off it and take it any direction that you want to go. Um, but like I said, this already so far has kind of been what I was hoping for, just kind of reminiscing and a little bit more about us. With that being said, I want to just kind of tell you a story. I'm not going to try to direct you on the... What, hold on. What was that? I filming Fast and the Furious right outside my house. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Fast and the Furious 12? No, yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's the one, it's the one after they go to space, whatever that one is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I was having this conversation. I'm like, what if the Fast and the Furious turns out to be part of the Marvel franchise and they're in that universe the whole time that would be funny (laughs) (laughs) 
That would be really good. Yeah, no, it shows up at the end of one of the episodes like, or movies. That'd be sweet. Alright, so I'm gonna kick it off with a story. You guys kind of take it any direction you want to after this. I'm just gonna see what you think. But we're gonna go back to my childhood. So I'm probably seven years old. Are you getting left behind at a at no. a pet at a petting zoo? This could have possibly be around the same time. Maybe a couple years after that. <laughs> okay. Um, but my I, I, my best friend, one of my best friends, lives like three doors down from me. He's a year older than me, but we share the same birthday, so we're both August 20th birthdays. Every year we have like a joint birthday party. All our friends in the neighborhood come over and they kind of, we just tag team a birthday party. This year, specifically like seven or eight, his family is going on a trip. So they're going to be out of town. So I'm going to have a birthday party just for myself. Saturday afternoon, halfway through the party. I just was wondering how your eight-year-old self felt about like your own personal birthday party. Like, yeah. were you excited that this like, is- were you like, this is my time. Like, it's like no more sharing bullshit. It's me now. Were no. you excited or were you like, were you sad? No, not at all. I'm sad. He's like my best, my best buddy. And I wish he was at my birthday party. Okay. <clears throat> and we, and like a birthday thing is usually we get each other. We buy our own gift. This, this might not have had started yet, but at seven, but in the going on in the future, we'd buy a gift for ourselves and say it was from the other person. So it's like, you always give me exactly what I want kind of thing. Okay. Um, anyway, so we're, I'm in the backyard running around with all my friends, having a good time. The gate opens and my buddy whose birthday, Kyle, who shares the birthday with me, comes walking in the backyard and I go running over to him and I'm like, I think I'm excited that he's there. But I go, oh my God, what are you doing here? And it just came out horribly wrong and he got his feelings hurt and he like runs back to his house and he's upset and I'm like trying to figure out what I did. Like, where did he go? And I'm like, I was just like, I was excited you're here. And I didn't think you were going to be here. And I said, what are you doing at my birthday party kind of a thing? And it just came out horribly wrong. And for some reason, this moment is like burned in my head. You know, this is what, 20 something years later. And I think about it regularly. I'm like, I hurt his feelings. I was trying, like it totally, just the, the fact that it came across wrong. I was excited for him to be there. And I hurt his feelings by poorly wording my my question basically it's like an empathy thing but i think more i'm more interested in why did that stick in my head and why does it come up in my head mm. you know, more often like of all the things i'm sure i've hurt people's feelings thousands of times why does this one thing and there's, there's I've, it's not like that's the only thing but there's this one just comes you hurt up regularly and, I, and i've even talked to him about it i was like remember that time you know that was so funny uh that came out wrong does he remember it yeah what does he what does he I, think I mean, about not it as, today? Probably not as detailed. Right. Right. What does he think about it today? It's probably been 10 years since <clears> I <throat> talked to him about it. I, I would say like after college was the last time we talked about it. And it he was like, oh, yeah, I, I remember that. But I don't remember like feeling differently or about it. Like, you know, I was over it the next day. He he basically said, I've never think about that after that. <laughs> and <laughs> you, you think about but it. It's more like, like, why does that stick with me? And like, okay, what, so can I transform like the way I try not to put my foot in my mouth in the going forward and today, you know, so I can, I think, with the way you want this to go, I can jump right in like I have a similar story where yeah. that it's burned in my head. I don't want and it's, I don't want to tell you that this is the topic that we need to talk about. I'm just no, of course not. No. What do you think about that? You know, what so when I was in sixth grade, I remember getting stung in the face by a bee. And I'd never been stung before ever. And I like freaked out like a little baby and started crying. 
<laughs> like I'm 12, like I'm a, like should be able to handle a bee sting, but it just freaked me out and I, and whatever. So then three months later, I remember coming to school early, Tommy Huntsman had, everyone was gathered around Tommy and he was holding his hand and I walked up like, what's going on? And he looked at his hand and he pointed to it and he goes, I got stung by a bee. And then he looked at me with eyes cold and goes, and I'm not crying about it. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, I guess I'm pretty soft. Okay. So I think about that regularly. Like if I get hurt, I'm like, okay, am, is this is this pain or injury, you know? And I've told Tommy that story and Tommy has no recollection that this ever happened. Right. (laughs) But I think about it all the time of like, and these things happen regularly where you, like you remember something that was so impactful, but the other person has no idea. This is a, yes, this is fascinating to me. Like that. Why is that? I don't have an answer, but that's exactly like, I think about that line and I'm not crying about it. I'm like, shit. Okay. Uh, my bad. I will stop being such a pussy. Sorry. <laughs> yes, we don't have to go around uh, the I mean, but if you have something to add to that, I'd be curious to hear. I mean, I've have I have a couple different ones, but like one's like one where like I fell off a bike and I just recall going over my handlebars, but it wasn't like nothing like devastating. Like I think about it like <clears throat> when if, if I ever passed like my old street that I lived on, I'm like, oh, that was a spot I fucking ate it hard drop just thinking i'm the cool shit just going as fast as i can and just hit something and fucking flip over but the one that i think about that someone else was there was (laughs) when i was like probably five i was at a softball tournament with my parents my dad plays softball and we're at a hotel and they're all just drinking around the pool and the kids are just swimming they're just like stay in the shallow end because i didn't know how to swim i was like five i think yeah do you do you know how to swim now i can get by i'm still not a strong swimmer i'm like not going in the ocean or anything like that <laughs> put my little toes in there maybe but uh so yeah i'm still not and i think another reason why i'm not a strong swimmer is because like after this i didn't really care like so i was my parents were hanging out and you know i'm seeing my sister and she goes over the deep end and i'm like i can i can do this it's no big deal so like i creep on over and i'm like oh shit i don't know what the fuck i'm doing like i'm just like head underwater i feel like it's like an eternity like i'm under the water for you know 20 minutes and i'm gonna die the story though that my parents see is that they see me go over there they just watch to see what i'm gonna do i bob underwater one time my dad walks over picks me up out of the water and like puts me to the side <laughs> so like what are you doing you idiot? i told you not to go over there and but in my mind i just think i'm drowning i've been under this water forever and so like after that, I didn't really have any urge to go swimming, really learn how to swim, which you would think maybe it'd be the other way. Like, I'm going to learn how to swim. So this doesn't happen again. But I just took the total opposite path and just stayed away from water. So, I mean, that's the only thing I can really think of in my younger ages that is, like, something that was traumatic to me <laughs> and to everyone else. It was like, you're an idiot. You're fine. I fucking love that. That's so good. <laughs> of Like, did you ever do Thunder Bay at – water world probably oh, not yeah. did you too yeah did skiff yeah. did you i absolutely did. I'm, yeah dude i remember getting stuck under a tube oh. at thunder bay thinking it's done, <laughs> it's, it's done. <laughs> i have to say i do have i i had this memory just jumped into my brain of like the wave pool and then yeah. getting, getting sucked yes. under and then you just see a sea of floaties yellow and you're Tubes, like you're yellow, like yellow, yellow yeah. you're, you're like punching like you can't get out it's so <laughs> yeah. scary well Death and the thing. older kids would Seriously, like go up to the front and get all those tubes just oh, to fuck yeah. kids out. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm su- I'm surprised there are not more deaths at Waterworld 
at that specific thing, to be honest. Like I, but also again, do we remember it more? Like, are we more scared? Like, was it, is it way worse for us with, uh, with our memories because it was traumatic for us where other people are like, it's just for fun, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Well, have you, there's a documentary. So, have you seen that action water park or whatever up in New Jersey? It, it was, was that the one where a lot of people died? Yeah, people were like, actually dying, getting like like stuff hurt. with broke breaking. Yeah, but they were they in the in the documentary. They're kind of running back through like it was a bunch of people who were there when they were little kids, and now they're like grown ups, and they're kind of reminiscing about it, and they're describing it like it was this scary, like crazy thing. And then I'm listening to it, going, "This sounds fucking awesome," you know. <laughs> and everyone who I know that every time I meet someone and I, they say they're from New Jersey, I'm like, "Oh, do you know Action Water Park?" They're like. Dude, that place was so much fun. Yeah, if you didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> Super fun yeah. If, you, if you don't die yeah. with it. There was some stuff that was crazy, but most of it was like, like a, it's like a slide that has like a five foot drop at the end. And they're like, oh my God, you're flying through there. I'm like, that sounds great. That sounds great. <laughs> sounds, like why I sh- sounds like why I showed up here, actually. You think action yeah. water park is going to be boring? You think at Waterworld, you're not going to get run over by some tubes? <laughs> <laughs> i remember the story bockers told me and it's not even my story it's just him telling the story and it's about when he was racing some kid i got oh some new God. shoes <laughs> and I, I don't know if bocker you can tell the story but this that story itself pops into my head a lot just because i just think it's hilarious and i'm like i can see bocker doing this one thousand times <laughs> I just moved to Golden from Denver, so it's my first week in this school, and it's Shelton Elementary School, and I'm trying to make friends or whatever, and it's the fourth day of school. It's a Friday. There's this kid who's out there popping off how he's the fastest kid on the playground, and I can't be having that. I need people to know that he's not. I'm faster than him. His name is Alex Nimmer. Alex, if you're listening, I'm probably still faster than you, okay? So I challenge him to a race. He's like, let's do it. We'll run to to the fence and back. And as we're getting ready to race, he looks at me and goes, I'd be careful if I were you, though. I got these new BK Night shoes, and they light up when I run, and that makes me run faster. And I was like, shit. I didn't show any fear at the time, of course. I just was like, I don't care. Let's race. But in my mind, I'm thinking, this is fucked. This isn't fair. But I'm going to race them anyway. So... So we start the race. (laughs) We run down. We touch the chain link fence. We're neck and neck. We're running back. And as we're running, I think to myself, is this kid's shoes really lighting up? So I look down to my right at his shoes, and they're not lighting up. And he's not getting faster. And I thought, I knew it. What a piece of shit. And then as I was thinking that, Wham! I run into a tetherball pole and cut my eye open and need like five stitches to patch it up. And like my parent, like my dad needed to come pick me up from school because they're like, yeah, your son ran into a tetherball pole. Like, first off, as a second grader, I'm thinking like, this is like the Olympics. Like we're running and there's like a crowd of people around cheering and applauding. Like this is a really big deal. And I'm sure if I went back in time, there are probably like four people watching and like, there's these two kids racing, and then one kid runs into a tetherball pole, like, <laughs> like and he's on the ground for the count, like crying because he's got his eye busted open, all because he's looking at some kid's shoes, thinking that they're lighting up. I, it's so it's funny that you think of that story regularly. Do you think of that just like if you're feeling sorry for yourself, you're like, well, at least I'm not Bacher. Like, it's like, why do you think of that regularly? 
I mean, just because like Knox wants to race all the time. So like, I just think to myself, I'm like, Knox, just don't look at my shoes, dude, because you're going to run into something. I, um, <laughs> if, he, if he ever is faster than me, I'm going to have him look at my shoes. Hopefully there's a pole there that he runs into. What do you mean if? You're not fast. He's going to be faster than you in about four years. I, I don't think he's going to be fast either. So we might have a mm. chance. Okay. Yeah. There's no genetics on this side that's going to make him fast. All right. Fair enough. Skiff, <clears throat> you've been like very quiet. I've, I got to hear a, your story. I've got a Skiff story that I want to really kick off and see what, how he oh, remembers no. it. Oh, no. Oh, yes. There's oh, stories yes. about Let's see what happens. When I popped off, then your girl gave me just a little bit of lot job. Baby, so cold. He from the north, he from the Canada. Bankroll so low, I got nothing else that I can withdraw. Ran up the door. I shot my recycle. So, I have a story with you, Skip. <laughs> this will be interesting because this one does, I feel like I, it's not that different than the first one where I, I said something that I didn't get to explain. And I. It was my wedding day, so we're in California, oh, and oh, we're okay, going yeah. from we're going from the church to the reception, and we're kind of we Rachel and I show up, and they're kind of like still people are sitting down, and they're like the wedding planner comes out and is like, hey, you need to just kind of hang tight out here on the curb before you go in. We'll go we'll play a song and like announce you or whatever. And while we're sitting outside, we run into Skiff and Sierra. Just real quick, I was like, hey, how's it been? Like, I haven't seen you in a while. What's going on? Like, how's your job? Because you had been working at as an artist uh at primitive i don't remember what skateboarding it was but yeah anyway so like as we're talking skip goes oh i got like fired i got i, I, I probably said i got fired or something blunt like that yeah something along those lines and i <laughs> and i remember being like in shock and going like i meant i i think what came out was like what did you do what did you do to get fired and i'm like right as i'm saying that i'm about to make the point like I know a lots of artists, like I work with a lot of artists um, making shirts and stuff. And Skiff is like bar none, the hardest working artist Stop I've it. ever met. Stop it. And the point <clears throat> I was that. about to make, yeah, the point I was about to make was there's no way you got fired for like lack of effort or like whatever the problem is. But like before I could get any word out, it, pretty much all that came out was what'd you do like idiot kind of thing and then the the, the wedding planner comes up and is like pulls us and is like okay time to make your entrance and i'm and rachel i think rachel or someone else is like then you sound like an asshole like why did you just like calling out on getting fired like, I, I had like a whole couple sentences like ready to go after, you know about you're so hard working like what what happened like i don't believe anyone would fire the hardest working artist i've ever met kind of thing and that never got to come out and I, I, would, I would i think about it regularly but i want to hear what no what, do you remember all. that at all? <laughs> not at all i probably didn't even take it that way either because uh, yeah. i mean i i got fucking fired so it's like i i, I mean i don't think they're, they're not gonna listen to this so wait what'd you gonna, do they're not gonna listen to this podcast but i can't really dive into too much but i basically there was a restructuring in the company right and I told – I had so many fucking bosses at that place. It was an actual nightmare to work there. I told the one of the main bosses that I couldn't work. I'm, I'm, I'm just not going to work with the, my new, the person that's in charge of me now. Like, I can't do it. A couple, like, mo- like, weeks and months went by after I said that where this guy was, like, you know, trying to uh, fill me out. He was an owner, too, of the company. But it was becoming clear that I'm just – I'm not I, – I, I can't have someone tell me what to do ever um and i wasn't gonna let that i wasn't gonna let somebody do that now you know um i 
basically did like two and a half years there of me being able to do whatever I wanted. And now I have somebody kind of trying to like, you know, take control of me. So I said, I'm, I can't, I can't, that's not how I work. So I basically, that, that's why I got fired. And I probably also got fired because I was uh, showing up late, leaving early. <laughs> Taking like multiple hours for lunch, you know, that shit too. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm gonna chalk that up to quitting. If you say I'm not gonna, oh, do I was this, I was ready to not it. be there. Um, yeah, it was it was fucking sad when uh when it did happen because uh I made so many good friends there um that I'm like still really close with today. It was my first. It was my first and only real job I ever had. You know, and when you get fired from something like that, that I I put so much hard work into that that company. Like I I basically helped build that company because they they didn't really have a uh, an artist they basically just started that skateboarding company when i jumped on so i basically built it so then when you get fired my feeling was like i i failed you know and like that that fucking stings you know um like it crushed my ego very sad i, I didn't get to see the friends that i made every single day but uh now like so happy that i'm not still there i probably would still be there if they never fired me um can i use this moment to go from one tree limb to another tree limb absolutely so my uh, my question for you skiff is art related but not about your job in the realm of teaching i was just having this conversation with a teacher friend of mine three hours ago we were sitting on my back porch and we're talking he's a gym teacher and we were talking about the the what you learn in elementary school with the gym music and, and uh, art right what do you use for your like you mm-hmm. do you do all your art on the computer some sort of like inter- so how do you feel about i have two questions i guess i feel like like the art teacher at my school uh you know they're doing like like clay sculpting and these other things and it's good for creativity but i'm also like couldn't you do something more practical shouldn't they be doing like more uh, graphic design on a tablet or on like something that, that they can use. Apply. I don't know how many clay sculptors there are in the world anymore. Not a lot. Usually like, I mean, Seth Rogen is coming out with a ton of clay sculptors, but that's because he can, it's clay yeah. sculpting by Seth Rogen. It's like that it's something that's like, wouldn't it be more appropriate for art in the elementary school to be more forthcoming? And same with like media where like we have like my kids go to media once a week shouldn't they learn how to edit like a podcast or edit like a youtube thing like there's like that's a real career profession and then also i wonder what your take is uh, this is a question for all three of you now because what if when you got to like third grade i think it's really important for k12 to get art music and gym but once you get to third grade fourth grade fifth grade like skiff would you have chosen more art classes to take instead of your gym classes and then the same thing with Logan and Zoe, would you have chosen maybe to do more gym classes than art classes? Do you think it's more appropriate to expose them to everything or like at what is the right age to give them some choice in that matter? Yeah. So that's a well, lot to unpack. The, but first question, um, right? but, your but, first question like, was uh, if they want, if they yeah. should be doing like more like digital stuff, that kind of thing. So I think that that should be sprinkled in. Yes. Um, but I think the fundamentals are what's most important. Um, when, I, when I look back on uh, like my art life, right? So much of 
my knowledge came from elementary school and it came, I, and came from sculpting, uh, painting. Okay. All right. You know, like I think everything like that, that's just, just me personally though, because I do a very specific type of thing. Like I'm, I don't do just strictly graphic design, even though I do a little bit of it, but like everything, the way that was laid out for me was like almost like too perfect for me to, to end up t- to me being able to do what I'm at. Um, it would have been nice to have been able to know a little bit things a little bit earlier but I was also ahead of the curve too like my dad bought me a drawing tablet when I was in like sixth grade so I already like I've been using this digital Mm. stuff for ever so shouldn't we get more kids that like ahead of the curve that that drawing tablet right fundamental the fundamentals it's really it's really important and then okay when it comes to uh what was the other question (laughs) well just if you can give choice to a to like a nine, 10, 11 year old, like you do for an elective when they're in high school, where it's like, I knew when I was in third grade, like art's not for me, I can't do it. Uh, And it made me mad to be in art. And actually, uh, can I tell a funny story about how I got my first and only detention in in elementary school? Of course, of course. Only, only one? Only one. Uh, So it was this, uh, I had this art teacher who I did not get along with. And then this is sad. I'm not saying this to be funny at all, but she ended up like getting really sick with like cancer and she left. And then I got another art teacher like as her sub and she was worse than the other art teacher. Like I would try to create something and she was like, what is this? I'm like, it's my project. She goes, this is not good. I'm like, I, I know it's, I I'm trying as best as I can. I, I'm doing, what do you want from me? Right. So on the second to last day of school, I had, I was fed up and I said, all right, so I wrote her this note and I said, dear Mrs. Whoever it was, I think you're an awful art teacher for a lot of reasons. First, blah, 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 blah. Second, blah, blah, blah. I th- and then I wrote another paragraph. I think you could be a better art teacher if you do this, 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 and this. Sincerely, Casper. And then I wrote, P.S. Since you're not going to be here next year, you can go ahead and fuck off. No, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. And Anyone who knows me knows that I was a straight edge. I didn't curse at all. I was the last of all my friends to curse. I didn't start cursing until the eighth grade. Uh, Alan Mangan actually made fun of me. Like when I started cursing, he goes, I'm glad Bacher started. Well, I was Nick at the time. I'm glad Nick's starting to curse. I got tired of him calling us all mean heads and stuff. Like I was the last person. But so like, I, this is how much I hated this art teacher that I felt the need to tell her to fuck off at age 10. So I was going to give it to her on the second to last day of school. And I'm showing my, my friends this note that I'm, and they're like, you are not going to show this to her. I'm like, yeah, I am. I'm going to give it to her. I, I can't stand her. And then my teacher walks up and she goes, give me the note. And I was like, what? Oh, th- th- this is nothing. This is nothing. I put it in my pocket and she's like, no, no, give me that note. So I like, rip it up and then I give it to her. Like she can't put it back together. Right. So we go to this assembly and at the assembly, I was going to go to the bathroom and drop it off on her, on the art teacher's desk. But now I don't have it. My teacher has the ripped up note. She puts it together. She pulls me and my buddy Nick Robinson aside and goes, um, whose is this? And Nick knows what's on it. And he immediately goes, it's not mine. It's that dude's. <laughs> like he just sells me out. Right <laughs> sells me out right away. And I'm like, and so then I quickly say like, that's not mine. I, uh, I found that note and I was asking if anyone knew who wrote this. Right. And and she goes, okay. So then like we go to lunch and I think, all right, I'm off scot-free. Perfect. And then at like three o'clock, she pulls me aside and she goes, Nick, I need you to confess to this. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? She goes, this is too well written. This is the most perfect paragraph. It's indented. It has your topic sentence. It has evidence. This is exactly what we've been working on all year. And you samples. write like this. 
It was no. I disguised my handwriting. Like I was, I, I was, yeah. Like I, I, but I didn't disguise my craft of writing, like my organization of my argument. Right. My voice came out beautifully. Even the P.S. Go fuck yourself or whatever I said. (laughs) Yeah. Well, she. Yeah. It was her. The one who caught me. She knew. Like she'd been. Yeah. She had been grading me all year, and so. So that was my one and only detention, and and that was the only detention I got. So again, it comes back to, I think that like everything should be balanced for kids, but like at what point do you like stop putting a square peg through a round hole? Like Skiff, like did you like were you just done like trying to like do sports? Like I don't want to be in gym class. I'd rather I could be doing something more productive. You know what I'm saying? I played basketball and into into high school. Well, that's so, what I'm. Well, well, that's so what I'm trying to learn and find out right now. It's like straight, I was a straight A student. Um, uh, everything, right? And I played sports. Did you like sports? <laughs> I mean, I, my name is Skip, like and I like sports. Yes, did emphasis on did. Uh, okay. You know, but I got. I mean, I when I got when I got right. cut from the basketball team freshman year because I was too short. Uh, that was pretty much the end of it for me, and then it was done. And you know, I, I took like uh, the AP class. Like I was like all this knowledge but looking back on that shit it was just a big fucking waste of time for me all that shit i wish i could have focused i wish i could have took in graphic design classes more computer classes like that would have been great business classes in 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 high school all that shit would have been so much more beneficial than me taking fucking uh ap chem or ap what what's the highest math class you can take i was taking all this shit just for like to get into college and it just wasn't worth it because i just did art the whole time so yeah it was and i think in high school is where you really need to uh i think it's the responsibilities of the the teachers and the students and the parents to kind of guide what each individual kid into where they need to go and understand okay well nick doesn't need to take art class anymore because he clearly doesn't want to do it he's not good at it so he doesn't have to do art class anymore i think that's fair um everybody has to but you your parents and and the teachers have to come to terms with that and I think that that's where it's fine. I would say the same. I kind of, I would say it's definitely through middle school, <clears throat> you should be well-rounded. And I think you're leaning a lot on the school system. I mean, if you have hobbies or things you want to focus on, I don't think it's the school's problem. Like when you go home, go do more art, you know, go play more sports, go read more books or, you know, English, or whatever. I don't think it's the school's responsibility to like in third grade, decides oh like nick is not good at sports or art what are we gonna do with him (laughs) (laughs) yes hey nick our uh janitor eddie he uh he needs help (laughs) why don't you go hell we think we got a vocation for you buddy uh the bathroom is a this mess. This kid looks like he's so, really good at cleaning toilets, so let's get him on that right now. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Logan and Skiff on that. I believe that I think it's set up pretty well. You get you can take technology classes in middle school and kind of picture electives and that kind of stuff. Obviously, they're not as vast, and there's so many specific type of jobs out there that it would be impossible for them to be like, okay, you have every single option to go into. So being well-rounded will help you first find off like what you're passionate about or what you like. But like, even with gym, like how many kids are going to become professional athletes or even a college athlete, you know? So devoting your time into sports as a school 
I feel like, you know, who, how's that going to benefit make a, the child quick, growing up? That you know, it's beneficial like, just for um, exercise, which I think is incredibly important. So I do think you need, I, th- yeah. So I'm not saying like cut gym. No, I think total opposite. I think kids need to get their energies out during the day. I think that it's good for their health and mental health too, just for the fact that, you know, you're, they get some kids need that time, you know, figuring out what they like to do with sports and activities. I'm just saying that to give them extra time when they could be doing something else, like learning wise, I don't think is necessary at that age. And then when you get to high school, you pretty much do whatever you want. I think I had like two gym classes, you know, at that point and a technology class, like they give you so many electives. And well, when I was at my high school, <laughs> um, that it was, <laughs> it wasn't an issue with any of that stuff. So, I mean, I think high school is a good time to kind of spread your wings, but I also think yeah, they need to maybe change their curriculum in high school to add for like a business class or like, you know, I don't really think you need home ec. Maybe that could be where you would, or if you do like a home ec, it'd be like a home ec slash like business class. I'm like where, okay, you're going to have to pay taxes. So this is how you're going to do that portion, but it's also going to be in your daily life. So this is how you make dinner. This is how you iron a shirt, you know, like, some kids, you know, if you go in an interview and you've never ironed a shirt before, you know, yeah, and you're I didn't going know all how to iron a shirt part until of I your, lived, when, you know. lived with Sierra. Like that's how, that's how fucked up that shit was. <laughs> I still don't know. Like I, someone tried to teach me. Michael Petrelli tried to teach me how to iron a shirt, and I couldn't. I was like, no, yeah. not for me. I remember your sleeves, <laughs> the wrinkly sleeves. Roll up your sleeves for you. Yeah, so you're the best guy ever to roll up my sleeves. You're the true friend. <laughs> it's like can you roll up my sleeves for me i'm like sure here yeah. you go yeah that's how you hey for all the listeners out there if you want to find a true friend find a friend that'll roll up your sleeves for you there's a there's a friend that's worth having you're talking about like dress shirts yeah like a long sleeve like you know a button-up yeah. shirt you'd wear seeing like, nick in, a, in, in like sleeve. a tucked in business shirt and khaki <laughs> one of the funniest fucking things ever <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His butt sticks out. It's like, the, butt? it's like a fucking it's so penguin. Big. It's, so, it's so funny. You guys, I'm sorry, but can I give another story? Like, yeah. I just feel like it's story hour right Wait, now. What, but do like, wear, what do you my, wear when you go to work? I, I dress up. I'll, I'll send you guys a pic next time. <laughs> all right. I'll it's a podcast. You have to describe it. Oh, all right. Well, I got new pants uh, because I've lost 20 pounds since the pandemic okay. started. So I got new pants that really form fit well, okay. but my butt's still just. I, 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 need, I, need, I need details. All right. <laughs> I need details. I need, give me color. They say like, the khaki, what kind of pants? Suit pants? Yeah. All right. I got some. All right. So here's. All right. So here's what we got. So we got. We got. We got dark blue pants uh, with a brown belt with brown shoes. And then I got a nice, lovely, form fitting white t shirt that my daughter helped me pick out that made sure that it fit myself. And then she also helped me. On the cuffs, it has like a flower arrangement, and then she helped me get a flower tie, which worked well with my theme for this year. That the end of last year was a dumpster fire of bullshit, you know, like with the, the lockdown and everything. And so this year, since my school has been in person every single day this year, and it's been awesome. I've our theme has been through forest fires, like destruction happens, and then flowers bloom out of it and we had a forest fire last year and we're gonna bloom this year so i wear this outfit once every two weeks to remind them that like our theme is flowers this year we are flowers we're gonna bloom through the rubble that we have 
And you know what? For you guys on Monday, I will wear the outfit I'm describing and I will send you all a pic so that you can really I need get the full experience. How's that sound? Nice, like curvature. Yeah. <laughs> that thick curve. That, dude, that oh, curve. Yeah. That, that hourglass, <laughs> that thick with two C's. <laughs> um, yeah. You so might, like, yeah, you might inspire Skiff to draw, draw you. Oh, Skiff, would you draw <laughs> me now? <laughs> so I was getting fitted for a tux for uh, the prom fashion show. I was like going to be one of the male models to like show off that shit. And the guy who was fitting me was do- taking my measurements. And he goes, do you have trouble fitting into pants? And I looked down at him. And I'm like, what? No, I do all right. Why? He goes, oh, no reason. Just your butt's a little bigger than it should be for your waist size. I was like, <laughs> cool, thanks. And then he continues. He goes, so do you do a lot of squats? Or I was like, fucking like, I don't. Are you calling my mom fat? Fuck you. Just take my measurements and let me out of here. This is the most awkward conversation I've ever had. Like, give me my tuxedo, please. And it was, I always thought I had a big butt, but then that really confirmed it He's like, like yeah it's bigger i guess than it should be like for my waist size. at the it's end just... it like doesn't connect <laughs> yes <laughs> is it powerful or just uh, do you do i would say both i would say let's ask the ladies it's 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 inconspicuously <laughs> large you know once you, i'm sure once you get that those those pants off you're just like holy shit <laughs> 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 I didn't realize I was dealing with all that. Oh my goodness. Let's let's go one more topic. I think this is interesting. So it's, it's only interesting to me because it came up and you guys kind of giving me shit about um I guess I don't know if it's my sense of humor or like what kind of works me up. We talked about the story where I went to the comedy club and I had a great time. I never really laughed out loud. And Brian Keelan was like, You hated that, didn't you? I was like, Oh, that guy was hilarious. Like that was great. I just don't get like super animated like some of my friends do. When, Why do you when say it like that? Out. Like some of my friends do. <laughs> <laughs> I might not be Bonkers sitting in right an Avatar there. movie jumping up and down in the theater because it looks cool. I might just sit there also, and mind my own fucking business. <laughs> even the way you're describing this, I don't get all animated like some of my friends do. Like Bakker, if he was <laughs> if he was leading the episode, he'd be yelling and jumping around. Oh my god, we're gonna do this super exciting fun thing that I really enjoy. Well, well, and, and Andy Hogan did say that Bacher was a really great host, so uh, that's carved in stone yeah. now. And I would agree. I don't think I'm a good host. I am pretty quiet and shy and keep to myself. You have good ideas. Maybe I should <laughs> give you my ideas and you host. <laughs> All right. Um, Go on. Okay, though. so the next topic that I kind of want to talk about is going to be a sense of humor. Um, I've heard a couple people say lately, like, tell me a joke and i'm like yeah that's pretty funny and not like rolling you don't you don't even like laughing. try to make them feel good with with laughter you don't I, even try that you gotta earn it so here's my point i think my sense of humor it can't just it has to be like serendipitous it has to be like the universe like it can't have like a comedian up on stage working on it for a week and then get up on stage and then tell you a joke <clears throat> i appreciate those things i do think it's funny i love stand-up comedy but i think what really gets me like cracking up it has to just be like the universe you know it has to be some kind of irony or like i don't know how to describe that besides like serendipity kind of humor and so i'm gonna tell first i i just want to say i think maybe the most one of my favorite words and this goes back to the 
episode, but also just ideas, just the word serendipitous and what that word means uh-huh. is one of my favorite, it's one of my favorite words to say. Uh-huh. And it's one of my favorite words that what it means. It's just what a fun idea of like everything just works out the way it's supposed to work right. out. Just the word was great. <laughs> I agree. So I'm gonna tell you a story. So it's, it's like Thanksgiving time. <clears throat> I'm hanging out with my friend Colin, who's trying to buy a present for his dad for Christmas. And his dad is like me, like a big car guy and loves working on his car and stuff. And so he's kind of like shooting off ideas like maybe I should get my dad this, maybe I should get him this. And he kind of gets hung up on these gloves. And it's these stupid China goes on two fingers and has like an LED light on each one. Then it like wraps around your wrist and has like a battery pack and like an on off button. And he's like showing me videos for it and like trying to sell me on this is a really cool idea for like a car guy. And I'm like, I can't be more adamant about that. Don't ever fucking buy these gloves. Those are the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Like, don't waste your money. No one wants that. Like, I'm going through all the reasons why these are stupid gloves. And then fast forward to Christmas Day, and I'm over at my brother's house, and my mom gives me a present, and I open it up, and it's these fucking gloves. <laughs> and I, like, I lose my shit. I'm, I'm acting like a boxer, and I'm, like, fall out of my chair, and I'm, like, crying laughing just like i can't even stand myself everyone is just looking around like what the hell is going on he's so happy about these gloves (laughs) 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 but i'm like that is that is what is gonna take to get me to like laugh out loud and like lose my shit basically is like no one could have set that up you know that just had to happen was it like when i sent you the the wrestling email were you cracking up after that uh, no. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the same story yeah kind of. do not send me another email i look at it oh. all right just look at this one all right here's an email with 15 videos to look at right <laughs> about that please don't um does that does that spark anything for anybody i guess just tell me what what's your sense of humor obviously i like know, i like a uh, uh toilet humor that, got, that gets me going every time <laughs> I'm a, I'm a simple um, man when it comes to comedy. So if someone's uh, so, yeah, doing that kind of stuff. So have you heard of Mitch Hedberg? Of course. That's, no, so. That will be the funniest type of humor for me. Like, it's just simple. Like, you, like Skiff, it's kind of simple. And it's just stuff you don't really think about, but just the way he says yeah. it. And not a huge lead up. It's pretty much just... So he's thinking well, the thing of, about him is what? I, so what uh, someone asked me if I want a frozen banana and I said no, <laughs> but I like a, I'd like a banana for later. So, yes. <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> I, I think I think uh, stuff like Mitch Hedber and like uh, like my favorite comedy is like Tim and Eric. Like, I don't know what that is. Hold on. You yeah, Tim you don't know Eric. Tim and Eric, like Tim and Eric awesome show, awesome show, like Adult Swim kind of stuff. You don't know that. Zo, do you know that? I I can picture the people. I don't so, think I've watched. You know, you've, you know, you've seen Steve stuff. Brule or Steve Brule, right? Yeah, that, yeah. Steve Brule, that's Tim and Eric. Yeah, like John C. Riley is the dumb news anchor yeah. guy. That's mm. Tim and Eric. So, like with Tim and Eric and, and Mitch, like that stuff. Like you, if you just like see it at face value, it's very very stupid and very dumb. But I think like that com- that kind of comedy is so much more deeper that people don't really can't really understand unless they're like big time fans of it. Like it goes way deeper than just the simple toilet humor or simple one line jokes. It's like way, way more sophisticated than that. So are, do you think you're more sophisticated than Zoe? Uh... (laughs) (laughs) 
why we have the same taste in i think me and zo are pretty much exactly alike on a lot of things outside of his he likes sports and i don't that's the only difference <laughs> no, I'm just, that's a good worker yeah. oh and he likes go- country music too which i mean i could i could but that's gonna come up in the lightning round just answer the question do you think you're more sophisticated than zo <laughs> i think i think uh i think i'm more nah. <laughs> you're not gonna hurt my feelings skip if you think so what is okay what, what, what's defined more sophisticated <laughs> i see a lot of walking around the subject you know, just go into it yeah why would why why do i need i don't need to answer fine you don't fine. you're fine <laughs> <laughs> hey so you think that well, skiff is more sophisticated than you I think he hangs out with more sophisticated people than I do. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Me and Zoe can sit there at three o'clock in the morning with a pile of pogs and just fucking slam shit no, all night not. long. We can watch Dragon Ball Z. We're, we're, we're the same. We're pretty much the same. Yeah. I, I just want to go on a record and say how I think people who listen to this don't understand how different the four of us yeah. are and yet how we and how we are able to come together and. I think it's amazing that we have four people that really are that couldn't be any more different. Yet we how how can how come would, together. How would you say we're different? I would like to. I would like you to describe how we're different. All right. Without getting into arguments, Skiff, I know that you're more in California, more left leaning. Uh, I know that Zoe is more right leaning. Logan is more in the middle. I think I'm in the middle as well. That I lean left, but I hate left. And then, so that's politically, and then religious-wise, uh, we all range differently po- uh, religiously. We all have different thoughts on sports and/or cars, like what, uh, our hatred for them, or love for them, or disinterest. But the fact that we all can get together and like laugh and joke, and it doesn't matter. Like we can find common ground. You guys can play pogs. For, like I'm not going to play pogs. Go for it. You guys have fun. Uh, like, or or Zoe and Logan want to talk cars. Have fun. I'm not going to be a part of that. You know, like, or if me and Zoe want to talk sports, Skip's like, you know what? Catch me on the next one. Um, that's not for me. Like, like, there's so much. So I'm fun. the common thread. I can do it all with everyone. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, I don't. Here we are. Yeah. Here it is. Here it is. Zoe. Wins again. <laughs> Zoe does seem to like be able to be the Renaissance man that he does kind of. Zoe's the heart and Zoe... soul of this podcast. It sounds. Like. Ah yes. <laughs> and now it's like Skip said about Logan, and now it is kind of like. But but there's well, my my opinion. We... My opinion of that changed after the wrestling podcast when he was such a dick to me the whole time. <laughs> so now of Logan. Yeah, so now Logan is is like oh, Logan. not anywhere close uh, to that. So sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you have no idea <laughs> i got a lot of texts from people like really liking logan's approach to that by the way like he just like they're like wait so did logan think of that beforehand i was like no he thought of it on the yeah. spot they're like yeah did you hear skiff the episode before say the heart and soul of the podcast it's logan because he can think of a ridiculous premise on the spot that's what he does uh even if he doesn't like it and it was something that we all was like, wow, that's a really cool wrestling. And he's like, yeah, Mr. Nobody, whatever. But <laughs> but it just I have a, to the I have idea a suspicion that... that he might have thought about some of that I did not the podcast. I, I, he might say no, but I have a suspicion. I definitely did not think about that at all. <laughs> <laughs> what the crux of what I'm trying to say is that I, I think that there are more. One. Say one without Zoe. Make a connection without Zoe. <sighs> mm. 
<laughs> Honestly, Bach, I have, yeah. I have no idea why we're friends. Uh, you liked that I could tell stories. Do you like you no, love- remember? Do you remember when we first became friends? You were the, my friend, first friend out of this whole group, and um, along with Andy too. But I, I, well, I, I saw I, you. I, 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 I hated you. I, yeah, I, I okay. didn't, I'm, but that's how most of my friends are like i hate them at the beginning and then you kind of they kind of like earn it for me and you, you earned it but like yeah i i don't take this the wrong way you're a frat kid yeah that's fine but you're not a frat, <laughs> but you're not a frat kid but you are and like that's the, <clears throat> the complete antithesis of me like completely sure. but i don't know why yeah. why we're, we're such like we can get on the phone and we can chat about whatever for whatever you know what i mean it's crazy we really can't yeah um yeah and What's funny is that, like, Logan and Zoe will both attest that they both hated me when they first met me, too. I was starting to think, Guys, is there any friends that you're, like, hit it off with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. You, like, wear them down, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm a... It's like a yeah. river. Yes. Always, ero- the water always wins. The, yeah, the water always wins. I, uh, I erode people. I don't know what it is. I see something, and I'm like, that is something that I can be a part of. And they might not see it, but they will, and eventually. <laughs> that reminds me of Ted Lasso, and he's like, "He hates us now. Wait till we win him over." Dude, um, <laughs> that okay, low key, no high key. Zoe and Lo, uh, Skiff, have you seen that show? Would you say it's a your guilty pleasure? N- no, I would not say it's a guilty pleasure at all. This what, is what not... show? Can you repeat what the show is? Ted Lasso. What? I've never I seen it. Oh, it's so okay. Good. So. It's unbelievable. It's only one season. It's on Apple TV. If you can like, like just rent it for a week for free and then watch it, you'll binge it. It's 10 episodes, 30 minutes a piece. I felt like I am Ted Lasso, Logan. Mm-hmm. Do you think that like this optimistic person who doesn't really know, he's not an expert in what he's talking about, but he's an expert in positivity and getting the best out of people. Mm-hmm. And then the subplot is that he's going through a divorce. He's going like, how can someone who's so positive like have kind of struggles in his life? And he does. He's going through a divorce. And he, when I watched it, I really felt like it was autobiographical. My sister goes, you need to watch Ted Lasso. I'm like, I don't, I don't have time for that. She goes, you really? Because <laughs> she knows my life and what it, she's like, you really need to watch this. And I've watched it. Now I watch, I've watched it four times through. What? <laughs> I've, I have, yeah, I rewatched it because it's therapeutic for me. Because I do feel like I'm watching, and this is going to sound stupid or whatever. I feel like I'm watching myself. Where it's like this seems a little egotistical to me. Yeah, it does. I'm not gonna hide behind. I'm not gonna hide behind it. I'm not at all. But it's like it's so therapeutic of like this guy who only preaches positivity, and then but life isn't positive. Life isn't always about being excited and being like seeing the glasses half full. How do you work through that when it's not happening? It's a interesting idea. And it's funny too. So it makes me, it makes me laugh and it makes me like be reflective of myself of like, you know, I do, even if I do wear people down to be my friends. Yeah. He doesn't like us now. Wait till we win him over. As Logan said, like that is like Skiff. I didn't know that you didn't like me at first. Like I, that was news to me. Um, I don't think Skiff likes anyone at first. That's a good point. I think yeah, yeah the exact opposite. I think everybody is the fucking worst. <laughs> person i've ever met <laughs> but again to prove point of all three of you did not like me at first and i grinded you down and then i called all three of you and said hey we have the technology let's make this podcast and you're like all right let's do it it's like i'm like I'm, i don't and i'm not saying the mvp but I, I i'm just kind of this badger or some this relentlessness that won't give up where it's like hey we're gonna do this we're gonna be friends and you're like i guess so 
fucking, I would rather not, but you're going to not leave me alone. Are you like, no, I'm not leaving you alone. We're going to be friends. You know what I mean? Um, well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be friends with Zoe or Logan without you. Like if I didn't live with them, I wouldn't be friends with them. Yeah. Like I'd be friends with Andy. Like yeah. you and Andy are pretty much a package deal in my eyes. So like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wouldn't be friends with these guys if it wasn't for you, which is, is crazy to me. Well, and I also, I don't know. I would have met Logan without you. And I don't, yeah, because I met him through Bacher when <clears throat> you guys were living. Yeah. Because you played baseball. So, yeah. <laughs> That's another thing, this fucker. <laughs> no, but like, so I met Bacher at Outdoor Lab when oh, I was yeah, a student yeah. teacher up there and he was doing that whole semester. And he's like, oh, I'm going to UNC, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't care. I'm not going to talk <laughs> to you ever again. <clears throat> because he, I mean, he's loud. I mean, I'm loud too, but you are he, not uh, loud. Oh my god! Compared to Bacher, <laughs> you are not in a drink in a drinking the setting. The only time you're like, loud is when you're playing beer pong against each other. Yeah, that's when yeah. you're loud. That's true. But <laughs> so we so we met out there, and he was just really talking a lot of shit. And I'm like, you're not even on like a basketball team. Are you on any team? Like, and he was like, I'm a rowdy. I'm like, oh my god, I can't even talk with you. You're Hold not. on, the 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 crowd's not gonna know what a rowdy. Yeah. Are you no in one high cares. school? What, no one cares yeah, no, All right. So he was, was like the most he was a cheerleader I've ever heard about. <laughs> he was a cheerleader for the girl, the guy's basketball team. I was like, I'm never going to talk to you again. Whatever. We end up playing in an all star game together after we or our senior for baseball. Right, re- which also, real quick, when I like, yeah, so it was like Jefferson County versus another county, and Zoe and I were both on the same all star team. I thought if you're As, not playing uh, in the sports, and how I, are you on the All-Star team? Yeah, I didn't know. He he was a bat boy. <laughs> so we need Guys, they needed a bat boy. I was the best bat boy you'd ever seen. All right. So handling I saw all that wood. Yeah, handling all that wood. So I saw Zoe, and this is the funny thing. I was like, hey, hey, dude, we're on the same team together. Uh, you want to warm up? And Zoe, like the eye roll you could hear from Kansas. <laughs> like, just like, fuck, god damn it. Like, you want to warm up? He's like, sure. And so, like, I'm warming up with Zoe before we even get to college. I'm like, dude, this guy's my buddy. I know him. We're, we're on the same all-star team. We lost the game, didn't we? Like yeah, 10 we to lost eight. the 5A school, the 5A yeah. team. Yeah. But it was – I forgot about that, that we played on the same all-star team. But, yeah. <clears throat> so, I get to college, and I'm in the food hall getting some food. And <laughs> this I remember. This guy just screams from the opposite <laughs> side of, of the food – court and was like Lorenzo and I'm with mate which is one of my buddies from high school and he's like who's that guy I'm like I don't know and he <laughs> runs over and like I don't know just like hey what are you doing tonight blah 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 and I'm like nothing I'm just gonna hang out like I don't want anything to do with you he like tries to sit by me at the, the table and I'm like dude okay yeah and then he's like are you gonna uh, he this was after I started on the club baseball team, he's like, I want to play. And I'm like, try out. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not going to get you on the team. And then he's like sitting outside my dorm room, waiting for me to go to practice so he could catch a ride with me. And every single day he would wait outside of the car or outside of the door. Yeah. So that's how he forced himself on me. (laughs) And then I had to drive him every single day. Did you use different words than that? <laughs> no, I felt, you know what I'm feeling. Yeah, so I, uh, yeah, and then he introduced me to the Lakewood guys, which I was like, oh, these are guys, some actual real athletes. This is great. <laughs> and, Wait, what? And 
And so we, me and Logan hit it off. And, and then I met Skiff through a- mostly Andy because you were already gone by the time but that was- moved in. Because, I mean, I didn't hang out with Nick Mahan. I didn't go over to their house a whole lot all that often. I went there. I, th- I honestly think I only went to really? one party at their house. It was a Halloween party. Yeah, you missed out on yeah. some fucking yeah. fucked up shit, man. I was a pretty homebody. So I stayed at the Yellow House and just drank there yeah, all the time. You missed out on some good times. Well, that was, yeah. And that was still orchestrated. Like, I. After talking to Nick Mahan and Jeff Schumann, mm-hmm. I was like, these guys are my guys. Like, I like we have the same laughter or whatever. And I forced Andy, and I think it was Andy at the time, like, you guys need to come over with me to this to the Mahan house. For the listeners at home, Zoe and I lived in the same house. Logan didn't live in the house, and Skiff lived in a different house. And I wanted to go over to this quote-unquote Mahan house only because I knew this Nick Mahan, and he had seven other roommates as well, which Skiff was one of them. And when we got there... I saw like doppelgangers of all kinds. Like, okay, I'm just like Nick Mahan. Andy's just like Matthew Skiff. Zoe is just like Reed Reinhardt. Like, this is insane about how similar everything is. Did I not have one? And no, oh. dude, you're one of a kind, dude. Who would you? Oh. You'd be like, who would you be <laughs> in that house? Fuck. Is this the house that had like the the trampoline and the basketball hoop? Yeah. In the backyard. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was a great house. It it was, it was just, disgustingly dirty. You, you I guys know me. Too. You know how fucking OC- you 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 guys live with me. Can you imagine? Can you believe you? I lived in that fucking house? Oh, it's my disgusting. god! I I can't believe it. Like I would I I would walk into the <laughs> living room and there would just be a pile of fucking dog oh. shit. Just nobody cleaned it up. <laughs> the landlord had to rip to the carpet. Had to rip the carpet out of the fucking living room because it was a health hazard. That's how bad it was. Oh my. <laughs> God, dude, it was. Skip, how did you yeah, know? It was not great. How did me? I you knew, knew Ben Weimer, and I I've known Jeff Schumann since I was in second grade, and he was friends with Nick Mahan through basketball or something, and that's how I knew them. And then after I graduated, I went back home and I lived on lived in my sister's spare bedroom for a while, and then I was like, I'm not ready to leave college yet. I still want to, I still want to get drunk all the time. So they had like <laughs> this like bedroom of a closet, pretty much, and uh, I got moved in there and then lived with with them for a year and it was like that year and then when i lived with you guys were like the two funnest years of my entire life for sure you weren't going to school yeah i I wasn't going to i was way out of college like (laughs) fuck but but i was like working Working. i was trying to get fucking i was starting my drawing career in that in bocker's uh bed bug infested bedroom skiff moves in and he's like i have a deadline to do i'm like a deadline like aren't you graduated like what deadline do you have to do like, I get yeah. this stuff done before I can drink. And he did not yeah. room until that shit was and then done. I went fucking, and then I went fucking ham. Which, sure. Yeah, and then we'd stay until 4 o'clock playing pogs yeah. with no pants many, on. Many nights. Many nights with no pants on. I, I can't... Pants. Man, those times, I did not wear pants a lot in that house. No pants on. Wait till you see the slammer. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine, or just think about, like, you know, going to the penalty box, right? And I know Bacher was at least there. And they would do four-for-ones, and we would show up at, like, fucking five o'clock. And we would just get four-for-ones for for just ourselves. And then three-for-ones for for just ourselves. And then Mm -hmm. two-for-ones just ourselves. One for whatever, whatever the fuck it was. It was, like, midnight, and we're just so completely obliterated. And then we'd stay there till like, two o'clock in the morning, so, and then go home. Well, the guy... Yeah loved us that we would so we we showed such dedication to him that like i don't know it's hard to say that i I don't want to be like egotistical and say like we kept that place afloat we didn't but we were there from like the ground up of like four for one started at eight and we were there at eight ready to do it and then 
three, four, and started at nine, and then two, four, and started at ten the rest of the way. And Ryan, I remember so, Ryan. You know but, but, but we would, we would go to Roma before and have like two bazookas, and then we would go out. <laughs> on the walk, yeah. Walk there. Hey, at least we, we did walk. We walked walk. off the bazookas, definitely. Yeah. And then go, uh, and then, or they have the Thursday nights where we start off at the island or whatever, uh, Island Grill. Yeah. For, yeah, doing some trivia. And you get the free beer from, what, 9 to I 10 mean, or something like that. Box. If you wanted, if you wanted <laughs> to get drunk, box, yeah. it really was the place to get drunk for, for real cheap. Yeah. For cheap. For I cheap. I saw Tim. If you spent, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like the Taco Bell menu of fucking. Your, if you spent twenty dollars, you <laughs> fucking went all out that night. <laughs> I saw him drink fifteen beers. They're like last call, fifteen minutes on free beer, and he drank fifteen beers in fifteen in an hour. No, in fifteen minutes. I swear, what? fifteen might be an exaggeration. It was basically for fifteen. I know. Minutes, I Logan. I know you're talking about. It wasn't, it wasn't fifteen, a but it was minute. a lot. But that's a big man too. That is a big. It boy. was as many as as the guy could pour. In. Yeah, that is a very very big boy. <laughs> He Tim ha- was Tim Havercade. And he's like all but you. I miss Tim. I wonder what he's up to. Tim Haversames. Haversames. Hey, Bocker. You remember that one time we put a firecracker down your pants? Yeah, Zach and I come up here. And then you got mad and threw your underwears, which were a Guitar Hero underwear, at us. Yeah. <laughs> then we burned your butthole. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't burn my butthole. You burned my feelings. Oh, was it we felt bad. Were you mad about the underwear getting ruined? Yeah, they were his favorite underwear that he wore yeah. every day. Yeah, that's how I won on my gu- my Guitar Hero uh, competitions. They were the only underwear that would fit over his big ass. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we were sitting in the, my room and he threw his underwear in my bedroom, I was like, oh, they burned through his underwear? Guess we didn't think that one through. <laughs> I think. <laughs> uh, or when we flipped everything upside down. And, yeah. Dude, oh, all the pranks. Uh, I'll, I'll like legit. All the pranks you did were hilarious because, besides the firecracker one, they were all like holy harmless. shit. The firecracker. They're all oh. harmless. Every prank that they did was like the funniest one to me was coming home and seeing everything in my like on my walls and on my like dresser or whatever turned backwards. <laughs> like it took thirty minutes probably to go through and like turn everything back. Because it took me like an hour to turn it back straight, and there was two of you to like turn it all backwards. <laughs> but now we're on to the lightning round. Does that sound good, everybody? Lightning from my hands, though. Lightning from my hands. <laughs> but I think we, okay. some of these might you might need to take. You know, I think of lightning round as like answer right away. But if you want to take a second, a couple of them are a little deeper than the other ones, and I think the first one could have been a topic on its own. Question number one. Do you have an Wait, inter- I'm sorry. I, I, I'm so sorry to interrupt you right away. This is our fourth Zoom. 
And if anyone's paying attention to Skiff, it's gotten darker and redder <laughs> every fucking time. <laughs> I like look at it right now. Like, what are we looking at here? I try to subtly do it the whole episode, just get darker and darker. But yeah, he's turning I've... into Natas. 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 That's exactly what I'm trying to do. <laughs> oh my god! Right. I have, How I, are I, have we... an, I have an altar to Elvira right there, and then. How are we gonna do this with Natas here? What is that light thing? It's a goat head, and the uh, a goat head, and the the oh the, my the God. candle, <laughs> the candle is dripping oh down its eyes. God. He has a lantern How do you not have head. <laughs> this is not. This is this is what Natsus does in his spare time, guys. How do you not have nightmares at night with that stuff around? Doesn't it need? How does? Don't you need like a tray to it, catch it at the bottom? Is that no? It just, your... it just melts. It's yeah, it's wacky. And then dries. Uh, I I got goat's, uh goat's blood. Here I'll turn the the brightness. <laughs> I'll turn the brightness up. Twenty spell candles. That's what it says. So I got twenty of these bad boys right now. Thank goodness. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was question number one. <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. Do you have an inner monologue? Like a voice in your head? Voice in your head? <clears throat> yeah, obviously. Like like narrating or narrating. telling you what to do? Yeah. Justin, obviously not directing you, but like, do you think <laughs> in sentences and or your thoughts just spontaneously combust, or I guess? No. Have you... I got a I got a funny feeling about this lightning round. <laughs> that's question yeah, one. That's question one. I was like shocked when I heard recently this was kind of like one of those uh, red or what is it blue dress white dress questions, like where people oh like, yeah people were going, what the hell are you talking about? Like in the movie where Spider Man is like narrating. Do you so people that? don't do that. Yeah, everyone here does. I do. This thing's about to go out, guys. <laughs> See it flickering? Oh yes. No, no spells here. Skip, it's gonna get. Do? I don't. I I don't. I think in. I think in images more than words. I think. I think my inner monologue comes after I already speak, which is really a fault. Like so, I'll you, say you say and then rethink what you just said, and then I'm like, wait, that wasn't what I meant to say. Oh fuck, I've messed up. You don't think about a conversation before you have it sometimes. I mean, I thought about this conversation. I'm like, what are we going to talk about? I'm really excited. Like, oh. I'm ready for whatever he's going to talk about. Okay. But Skip, how did that work but, in your head? Well, um, I, wo- I woke up this morning, and the first thing I texted Bacher when I woke up was, hey, can you make sure Logan knows the format of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what, I'm dealing with. that's what I'm dealing with the whole time right there. I'm a, oh, I'm a constant overthinker. So, like, I'm not, like, monologuing, but I'm just – I'm going over every single scenario in every which way and every possible outcome at, at once. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I'll take that as an answer. Sure. And like so- I was telling well, when I told you, I was spent the whole ride thinking about what the possible topic could be for this episode. Yeah. So yes, I will say I uh, pre-think before I, <laughs> I do stuff. Fair enough. Question number two, what is your favorite car and why? Favorite car. <laughs> Fuck. 
I mean, the first thing that popped into my brain was DeLorean because I've always wanted DeLorean. That's my favorite car. Hmm. That, I mean, like the the the. What, what kind of what, what kind of doors are those suicide doors? Gold wing. Yeah, gold wing. Gold wing. yeah that, that shit is awesome. You I was gonna I was gonna say a Prius because that's what I drive, but I, that's way too lame. So DeLorean for sure. Do you want the DeLorean like a stock one, or you want the the Back to the Future one? No stock. I th- I think it's way too nerdy to get the like <laughs> fake fake gigawatt jet engine shit right. in there. So I, I I do love the gunmetal part. Like the metal finish, yeah. I think it's Stainless very unique. Yeah, yeah, they're all. I think they all come like that. Yeah. So yeah. that. Um. So the funny thing is, is I figured this would probably be, could have been a topic for the conversation just to fuck with all the other guys, but I already have had this in my head since I was like eight years old. It's a '69 Camaro, and it's because my dad had one, and then he had a he sold it so we could buy our first house. And so I've always wanted one. I love just the body style of them and themselves. They were like one of the first big muscle cars. And I'm a Chevy guy because my dad had that, which I don't like Fords now. And it has nothing to do with anything other than that. My dad had a Chevy. I tried so so hard to not laugh. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, yes. I'm a Chevy guy. Some fucking bumpkin shit right there. Hey, it is what it is. I feel like if you're a car guy, you typically have a specific brand that you like and one that you don't like for probably no reason I'm, at all. I'm a Ford man, for sure. And you would be a Ford man. <laughs> you and your buddy getting your big-ass truck, being all little <laughs> nuts. Oh, you pissed them uh, off now, yeah. <laughs> real, real quick, sidetrack. Yeah, so, so do you, we were talking about Logan's wedding. And do you remember yeah. when I pissed you off at Logan's wedding? No. <laughs> I like made you really mad. I think I was what? I was like no, I was didn't. like joking with you about how like uh I mean I, you know how I'm off I make all these off-color jokes all the time, but I made fun of like how like your 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 kids would like miss you because you're in California having fun and shit and you got so mad at me. Like really like I had to go over and apologize to you. That's how that's how mad I made you. <laughs> You were very, very drunk. What? You were very, very drunk. I don't remember, but I had to. I had to apologize to you. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. It might have been something. Probably. I, a, I had a. a I had a nerve, and I think it's because you hadn't been around me in in a, in like in a couple years like that that I forgot that I can't just like go straight I, into it. I, I think it was more like it wasn't like oh are your kids missing? It was more like I can't believe you're here. With leaving your kids at home or something more off color than yeah, that. I did a really fucking like, shitty, and I was a total dick, but I thought I could do it. And I was like, we're friends, but I hit it a little too deep. But I, th- I, yeah, I, I, I do think about that. That what we were talking about earlier. I think about that. That's perfect. And isn't it such often. a weight off your shoulders to hear that he didn't care about it? <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> didn't think twice about it the next day. Yeah, but but that but that at that moment I, I felt like such a piece of shit. Ugh. Good. I want. Feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> um, yeah, so 6'9 Camaro. That's why. Perfect. Eleanor. Okay. And why? why? No, 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 no. Next question. I don't want to know why. <laughs> Next, Next question. <laughs> if he's gonna answer it, if he's gonna answer it like how, that, how, no. How about that answer? No more. Alright. Logan knows, right? Logan, you know that that reference? When I say Eleanor, you know what I'm talking about? I know Eleanor. Congrats, 60 seconds. 
Yeah. Yes, he knows the movie. Yeah. He knows the car. Just making sure. Oh, yeah. He's Just not making sure. Other, other thing I that. I thought maybe there was a third piece of the puzzle I didn't have. No, it's Eleanor, dude. Me and Just Nick assume Cage. that everything that Bacher says that he thinks is funny is a movie quote. <laughs> That's what I. Respect. <laughs> All right, question number three. When was the last time you lied? Oh my God! What are you doing right now, dude? Maybe us? you don't have to say what it was about. Just, just I want you to have to think about it. Two days ago. Soaking it. Yeah, just and just say when it when it was. Definitely two days you can ago. Keep, you can keep lying. To oh, today. I, yeah, today. I was gonna say probably today. Yeah, like, probably today. All the time, and especially <laughs> when I lie. I lie. The question should have said and why. Not don't tell me what you lied about, but why? Why did you lie? Well, I'll give you an answer to not hurt to to not expose your own true feelings. That's a reason to lie. Wow, that's a that's a glass mm, half full like, kind of answer, Bach. I like that. Yeah, Ted Lasso over there. Right. I was gonna say it's the Ted Lasso <laughs> answer. Um, yeah, the reason I lied was so they wouldn't have a temper tantrum on a flight. Yeah. So. Now there's a difference between lying yeah, to a four-year-old and lying a, to that's an not adult. That's not a real lie. A lying difference. to kids. Give me something else. So. <laughs> Why? You can lie to kids. It's fine. Lying to kids isn't the same. Yeah. Hmm. Lie to was. someone over 18 yes. years old. That's no. That's the last time you that, did that. That wasn't the question. It wasn't in his question. <laughs> I answered the question. He's also, uh, low-key, I got – yeah, and I got so many texts loving when – Zoe said, how tall was uh, Hulk Hogan? And Logan goes, well, yeah. when? He was yeah. probably pretty sure <laughs> when he great. was little. I got <laughs> – so, all right, Zoe, that stands. All right, you answered the question as is. Yeah. All right. I crack, when Touché, I re-listened yeah. to that, I definitely cracked up. Yeah. Every time I, every time yeah, I cracked funny. up, Logan, on that last episode, I re-listened to it, it was all because of you. Yeah, Logan is the heart and soul of this podcast. It didn't feel like that to me either because I'm laughing at shit that you're making fun of me for, and I'm cracking up. I'm glad it 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 played better. All right, question number four: What is your favorite ice cream? Lieutenant Dang, I got you some ice cream. Lieutenant Dang, ice cream. Vanilla, vanilla, ah, vanilla bean. Can I say, oh, like, is that's that even, a, that's even that's worse. a different type, right? Whatever. Yeah. Nah, like vanilla. Whatever you want to say. Uh, chocolate chip cookie dough is my go-to at every, like, if I can't think of anything or something's not really super good looking, like, that's going to be my go-to. Like, I feel like that's at every sort of place I could get, I, like, from an ice cream store. I don't want to make no. this about me, but I would love if you guys <laughs> could guess what you think my favorite ice cream flavor is. Chocolate, oh, chocolate chip cookie devil's dough. Devil's cookie something. <laughs> you remember? Lizards uh, over at uh, DQ. Think, they have like just, pineapple. Just think, just, just, think, just think about me for a second. And just just whatever comes to mind. I just would love to know. I thought we just did that. <laughs> well, I, yeah, didn't hear, I didn't hear Bacher, Bacher's answer. Pralines and dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's great. How about a pistachio? <laughs> Once. You guys have no idea who I am. Oh my god! No, no we're learning. That's we're learning every every month. We're learning yeah. more. Yeah. Right? We're learning. I, I love that you guys answered that because it's completely wrong. <laughs> um, 
I wouldn't say it's not an ice cream, but it is an ice cream. A rainbow sherbet. That's my favorite ice cream. That's oh, a sherbet. Oh, yeah. I yeah, it's a very big that. time curveball. Yeah. Yeah. A guilty pleasure, maybe? No, I'm be, not. Logan, shut be up. <laughs> I'm not guilty about it because I'm outwardly expressive about how much I love it. It's like it's like the okay. Quentin Tarantino of fucking ice creams to me. Jesus. All right, we all just, fucking get it. Next I'm question. Fiction, like you walk into the room right now, and it's like red, red lights, dark. There's a devil candle, and he has like this bright bowl of like all <laughs> rainbow like, <laughs> like Lisa Frank style, it's like super happy unicorns and yeah. clouds. It's in, yeah, it's in the unicorn cup. <laughs> all right. Uh, question number five. Do you believe in aliens? Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. That's, That's it. That's it, guys. That's all we got. <laughs> you wanna, you wanna well, cause here? here's the question. Well, well, let's dive into it. Do you believe that aliens have existed, or, or existed previously, Ooh, or the vodka? <laughs> uh, do you think that aliens have <laughs> have visited this planet, or do you think that aliens exist? I think that one. I think that I one think of that, us is an alien. There you go. We right? just don't. We might not That's know it, but I think one of us could right. be an alien. Probably the one we least suspect. Looking at Logan, I think he <laughs> might be the one. Look at a Dr. Manhattan over here with his big blue cock. <laughs> you guys know what time is even? Uh, time is now. Time is back then. Time is forever. Like, it doesn't matter. Okay, Logan, relax. We get it. You love time. It's fine. Yeah. How, how, what, what, at what age was Hulk Hogan that? Like, that's an alien brain right there for sure. All right. So, you want to add anything to aliens? Uh, no. Question number six. <laughs> When was the last time you fell down? Wait, what? No, I need to preface this with oh. I took about 10 minutes out of my day to, to come up with these questions, and I just wrote the first thing that came to my head. So and my I, boss I, was telling me I would say about I, mean, about I fell, fell down, down a month ago when I was in in like a park watching um sierra and two of my friends roller, roller skate and i was sitting on my bike and a gust of wind came and knocked me <laughs> off my bike and i fell and i had a fucking like scrape on my ankle for like two weeks I, the almighty nodis got knocked down by some wind yeah i got knocked down, and, and i lost my garage door opener so i had to i had to fucking tell my landlord that i lost my garage door opener and i had to get a new one it was a fucking thing it was terrible <laughs> Yeah, so that's that was exactly the last time I, I was uh, Yeah, I I was playing pickup basketball Friday morning, mm, and I, don't really wanna, I went for like I don't some think sort of in a sport or anything. I think I'm trying to picture like I was just oh. like walking down the hallway and I tripped or something. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's very quick. Is that like I went for a rebound and I didn't get it and I fell down, and the guy looked at me and goes, "Are you okay? Is that a foul or anything?" I was like, "No, <laughs> I just fucking <laughs> fell." <laughs> like, keep 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 playing. Like this is. Like, we're not going to stop on my account. That was bull. And that goes back to my story of, like, Tommy. Like, yeah, I got fucking stung, and I'm not crying about it. <laughs> like, this was, like, hard new. Like, I fell. It hurt. The game moves on. Yeah, so, if we're talking about kind of, like, embarrassing type ones, it was about two years ago. I was over at one of house <laughs> and got really drunk and Brittany was like, I'm going to take the kids home and we live half a mile away. So I was like, I'll just walk home. And it was kind of chilly that night. So I didn't have a jacket. So I was like, I'll fucking run. 
And so I'm running down and it's downhill and I cross, there's this, this coal mine is the main street. So I cross it. And as soon as I cross it, my legs just give out mostly cause I'm drunk, but also cause I was like exhausted from running the half a mile. And it's like two <laughs> o'clock in the morning, eat shit, scrape up on my hands, get home. And I'm like, Oh my God, my hands are killing me. They're just like rocks all unburied in my hands. And I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't run home drunk anymore. So that was about two years ago. That was two years. You have kids, man. I don't just fall <laughs> down with my kids. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing? This guy's running home drunk and he's got kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. What am I? I'm drinking right now with you guys. What are you talking I'm about? Just, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Shit, so don't, don't act like Logan's wedding and get fucking mad at me, okay, dude? <laughs> you gotta watch blow you off your bike. Yeah, just like like blow a gust of wind and we all fall out. Alright, question number seven. Name one of your pet peeves. Hey, wanna hear the most annoying sound in the world? People who sing out loud to themselves, but like they sing it quietly. So they like they want you to hear them singing like, oh, you have a great voice, but no one fucking asks gonna, you to I'm fucking throw sing. Up okay? about that. I hate that. So, like you're being like we can all hear you like we get it you can sing i'm a really good baseball player do you want me to bring around a bat and fucking start swinging shit like look at how is he a good baseball player no one wants to hear it um (laughs) when was the last time you lied (laughs) (laughs) i didn't I, i don't think he was a very a really good baseball player he was a Baseball player. <laughs> Did he play baseball? Yes. Yes. Was that the question? Yes, he played baseball. So I have I have one, and it's it's been with me my entire life, and it's I I hate hearing people eat like chewing. Um, there's a a, a joke I with me and my sister because I wrote a like back in elementary school, like you had to write like journal entries about your day and like, your feelings and stuff like that. So there's a specific journal entry in second grade where I, it was a full page of me just completely complaining about um, me sitting next to my sister and having to listen to her eat a fucking banana the whole time. And I would just fucking, I wrote a whole fucking page about how much I hated (laughs) and despised the sound of her fucking eating that goddamn banana. To be fair, anyone eating banana. Yeah, but when you're in second grade and you're writing a whole fucking novel about this fucking moment in your life, like, yeah, that's how, and, and it's carried with me the whole time. Like, I can't help it. Mine is when you're driving and someone waits the last minute to merge. I fucking can't stand that. Like I'll even slow down, like get in early just so you can get in so I can do do what I need to do. And they just wait the last fucking minute and they whip right in like they're fucking Mario and Dreddy. And you're like, what? Oh, like that pisses me the fuck off. Like I can't stand that. I go out of my way to slow down and let you in. And then you're going to fucking, you can Oh, try to get one more car length exactly that's, that's exactly how, that's exact that's how i drive in california oh god that's the way i drive <laughs> i can see your face and you're just like fuck you what's a favorite book you've read recently Locker. Locker, you're welcome to go first the infinite game by simon sinek and it's a leadership book of just about he talks about business and about what it's like to be how to think like all business is an infinite game versus like the 
the people who fail, it's a finite game. They're trying to win business and business is not something that you can win. It's something that continues and perpetuates forward. And he cites a ton of examples like Blockbuster was so much engrossed in like collecting money on late fees. That's like where they made 11% of their income. Like we're not going to forego late fees. And like Netflix is starting up with no late fees and it's just a mail-in system, but like we don't care. And now there's no Blockbusters and Netflix is a powerhouse. The whole book is demonstrated about how people think finitely where they're trying to win an argument. And I've, I've used this with my own children where they're trying to like win an argument. And I'm like, you guys, stop. How can we move forward from this? Who cares about who wins this argument? The infinite game is that we're a family and we need to work together. What's the resolution from this? So the infinite game for me is powerful beyond measure. Anybody else? Yeah, go ahead, Natas and John Doe. Fucking top that shit. So I don't read. I don't can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Zoe, yeah. Zoe Um, can't read, so. But I watch like a lot of documentaries, and that's all. I like if that's gonna or listen to like. Okay, so 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 Zoe has no answer. What's no? What's your favorite? What's your favorite documentary? <laughs> My favorite documentary or just like one that Rec- I watched recently, recently? Recently. Okay. Oh, I don't know the name of it. It's um one I watched on Netflix. It was about these three guys that were in Miami and they ended up trying to buy a submarine from Russia for the cartel. It's pretty much like one guy was from Russia and he was kind of the one who kind of set it up. The other guy was like a big like import export cars and sorry for all the Seinfeld fans out there an import <laughs> yeah, exporter <laughs> a Seinfeld friend's gonna re- for Andy. Andy, here's the thing if anything Andy Hope Andy's gonna listens, really really like episode, that yes. reference but go on so anyway, pretty much ahead. these guys just are trying to buy this submarine for the cartel and this other so there was the export import guy Bacher. anything else on that one <laughs> <laughs> now we're good. Um, and then the third guy was the actual guy that was like the one who's working with the cartel. And they got caught up. And one of the guys, the one that actually works with the cartel, was like, well, it, we could buy it. We could buy this, you know, Russian submarine for $100 million. But would they need $500 million first to say that we're like legit? And he knew that they were getting caught up. And he fucking just took the money and ran. And he's still like on the run. I just have these three guys. His two other other buddies were like, you know, they went to prison for a little bit of time and stuff like that. When they talked to them before they talked to the guy that was on the run, they're like, do you think you'd ever come on this documentary? He's like, no, no fucking way. And then they, and then he, they end up getting, Oh, really? It's pretty. (laughs) What's it it called? Do you remember? I, I was trying to look it up when he brought that up. I can't remember it. It, was like in the top 10 ones that they had out recently. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty new, but it was, it was, did you get accidentally drunk by the, your spike? Uh, no, I just didn't drink? pay attention to what the documentary was called. When it was, I just saw it. It looked cool. That was my, I'll, I'll look it up All and right. text it to Bacher so he can figure it out. <laughs> watch it. Maybe. I mean, I have a lot of art books that I read all the time. Comic books? Art books. Not like comic books, but like I guess like the last art book I read was about a like fetish artist from like the 1950s or whatever. Um, he was like an African-American fetish artist, Gene Bilbrew, but yeah, it was pretty interesting. That's boring. <laughs> so, but yeah. That's like a, if I had to read like a business book, that's for your work. It is for my work, yes. <laughs> Inspirational. 
All right, this one I'm really curious about. When was the last time you changed your opinion on something? I just feel like lately a lot of people are kind of really stubborn and thinking about like this is the way I am. I, I got one. I got one. It's, it's, it has to do with this podcast. So okay. I thought Shazam was going to be the dumbest fucking movie I ever saw in my entire life, right? <laughs> Yeah. And then after the episode, Zoe was like, watch it. So I literally watched it that night. I was super drunk, but I watched it and I had a, <laughs> I had a fucking great time watching it. It was great. It was so much fun. I loved it. I it. <clears throat> yeah. So that, that changed. And I, I'm so fucking stubborn when it comes to movies like that. So yeah. So Zoe convinced me first of all to do it. And then second of all, I enjoyed it. Stop. We can't have Zoe winning this podcast. It has to happen organically, Bob. You're going to lose. Just, just. (laughs) So the last time I changed my mind was actually last podcast when I had Bacher winning. And then I think at the end. So I think that was probably the best, best time last time that I changed my mind on something. And I stand by it wholeheartedly still. Thank you. My sister was so funny. She goes, she di- like she live texts me when she listens. She's such a awesome supporter of anything I do. She's really great. So she's like, texts me like, oh, that's a good argument. Oh, blah blah blah. And she goes, you won. And I'm thinking to myself, fuck, keep listening. It's not gonna be good. And she goes, wait, what just happened? Wait, did you lose? I'm like, yeah, I lost. She goes, that's fu- that's not okay. I'm like, I know, it just happened. I just lost. Oh, yeah. I thought that I had three really good friends, and now my opinion is like, <laughs> I don't really think I have really good friends at all. Well, yeah, we all, we all hated your ass the first time we saw you. Right. So my opinion was that I have friends that, like, that they're good friends, but actually they hate me, and they, think, they just want to use me to, like, prop them up. That's my opinion. What a crybaby. Who are you, me, right now? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... At me? Um... At least we were all honest when we met. I don't think yeah. anyone like tried to fool you. I've t- I've t- yeah. I've told you I've told yeah. you that I didn't like you. Yeah, all three, Same. all three, all three of you said like I don't like you, but that's fine. I like you. Hey, Bacher. What? Find a spot with that mic, your microphone. It like yeah. when you get too close or you I get guess. too far. Okay. I think we need to get you a better microphone, right dude. <laughs> I think we need to get you a better microphone. Zoe's trying to do the uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall, where I'm like sucking mm. the microphone's dick right now. I see what's going on. Mm. Did you have oh. that necklace before? <laughs> <laughs> We're on number ten. This is a big one. What's your favorite pizza place? Nice night. Mm-hmm. Pizza dudes got thirty seconds. Papa John's. Papa John's with the garlic sauce. They 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 got garlic dip for sure. I love I love Papa John's. Even even I know it's just a chain, but I love Papa John's. A, that's a frat boy answer for sure. Well, that's me. That's me, bud. Let's hear the non-frat boy. I'll give you. Answer. I'll give you the answer right now. Yeah. So there's this place in Arizona called Pizzeria <laughs> Bianco, and it's amazing. It's like stone brick oven pizza yeah you have to wait forever because like everyone wants to get in there so then they have like a separate building where you can go and drink like wine and eat like fancy shit it's very fancy but it's delicious okay yeah you have a local one 
Yeah, there's a one here in LA called Pizzeria Maza. And the first time we went there, you know the person on Food Network, Giada? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was there. She, I saw her there. in Vegas. One she, was, she was there eating there, so you know it's a good place to eat. Uh, Pizzeria Maza, it's like the same kind of vibe, like very like fancy coal stone brick oven type pizza. But yeah, delicious. Really, uh, I get this right. Is it in, if it's in Denver? I mean, this one I like is Robert's Deli. And I don't know if you've ever been there. It's really good. Yeah, it's it's this little like mom and pop shop that they do just like Italian food. They do like sub sandwiches. I think they open at like two o'clock and it's just like kind of a hole in the wall place, but they make some bomb ass pizzas. Is it in Littleton? Yeah, it's, it's kind of, you know where Clement Park is? So it's just a little past Clement Park. If you just keep going up Pierce, it's a really good little place. Is yours, is it Mikolos, Nikolos? Fat Sully. Oh, is that the Atomic? Yeah. Yeah, Atomic Biscuit or whatever? Yeah. I've only been there one, and it was good, but I think the – because they make huge pies. Yeah, it's like New York style, yeah. Yeah, huge big old pies, and I think it was just like we just got a slice of pizza, so it was like different than getting your own pie because they were so big. What's what's everybody's opinion on – And dives. What's everybody's opinion on like buffalo chicken and that kind of shit on pizza? Um, yeah, Bacher I mean, obviously Bacher obviously is okay <laughs> with that shit. What what about everybody else? I don't think I've ever had that, but I wouldn't wouldn't be upset. I don't think. Yeah, I've tried a <laughs> bunch of like the like pretty much different toppings on it. You get like a like a Philly cheesesteak pizza, that kind of stuff. They're not bad That's for some sure. Fucking white people bullshit, right there. But I. <laughs> But I'm I'm more of the just like a pepperoni sauce. I bet you like Bacher loves like jalapenos and bacon and fucking no, no, no. Shit on- jalapeno bacon chicken. That's my that's my jam. Yeah, right there. yeah, I've pegged for that. That's the frat. <laughs> you nailed, that's you the, nailed that's, me. That's the white boy frat boy pizza right there. You dip it in ranch and you fucking love that shit, don't you? I don't dip it in ranch. <laughs> I dip it in tapatio hot sauce. That's even worse. <laughs> what have you ever had tapatio? That's not pizza. It's kind. Of, well, I mean, it <laughs> comes to me as it comes to me as a pizza. It's a hot house caroli. Mm. And we're on the last question. <laughs> Thrilling. Who won this podcast? How? I'm gonna say. Do we write it down, or do you just want to say? <laughs> How? I don't have a winner. I, 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 this is my true, honest opinion. Like I enjoyed the conversation that everyone brought. Right. I was thinking. <laughs> I didn't do the government. I don't want to break tradition, yeah. so we have to have a winner. Sure. I, I picked up Logan since he's the one who made this podcast the way it was. I'm going to just Logan, say... Logan can't win. I mean, I we're breaking tradition, so why can't he no, win? we're not breaking tradition. No, we're not breaking tradition. No. The, the, the host can't win. <clears throat> oh. Well, then I have to vote for Skiff. <laughs> I'll vote for Skiff, too. <laughs> <laughs> I learned my lesson last time, bitches. <laughs> I will I'm also gonna vote. It, I'm gonna give it to Skiff. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think it was the the, the gradual darkness, uh-huh. the whole entire episode that nobody else can see but you guys. <laughs> right. I'm yeah. gonna say it was the rainbow sherbet. Wow. That took it home. <laughs> that took it home. I didn't Amazing. see that. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. And the brightness comes up. I'm back. Then <laughs> yeah. I'm back. All right. I got two. So I, I, I got two wins, and Zoe's got how many wins? Two. Two. What I didn't see coming was Skiff coming with a Bud Light to drink after 
the, the they're left over from the last episode. <laughs> so I mean, I was like, damn, that guys coming to party. All right, well there you have it, folks. That's our fourth episode. We all had a chance at hosting an episode, and we look forward to catching you on the next one. And we'll see if Logan stays on the podcast. On the Logan, next are you gonna are you gonna be on the next one? Uh, I'm gonna think about it. There's a party in the house and we'll be rocking tonight. So bring your body with you, baby. Guys, I'll make you feel right. It's a pretty celebration of a natural kind. And the pleasure you'll experience will blow your mind. Guys, bring it in the house tonight. Move your body from left to right to all.